Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Monday morning. Just another day of paradise for you and me. It is, uh, I know Mondays as a rule are no fun and uh, nobody wants to get up and nobody wants to get going. Uh, it'd be nice we could just sleep in all day. Wouldn't that be nice? I couldn't imagine getting be able to just, uh, just sleep in, just not have to worry about getting up early at all and just sleep and lay around all day long and uh boy wouldn't that be nice but uh and then again we would be uh liberal sponging off the government if we did so uh <laughs> we got to do that all the time is what i mean but anyway i do hope everybody's having a good morning i see niles on here robin and uh so uh good morning to you folks glad you're watching and i uh, hope everybody has a good wonderful and blessed day today and you know, remember, it's uh, it's what you make it. Uh, you know, it can be tough, it can be miserable, or you can make it uh, a good good day today. So let's keep a positive attitude. Let's use today to serve the Lord, and your your day will go well. And uh, so it's, sometimes it's hard to do that when nothing seems to be going right. But just uh, just keep pushing forward. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and do our Pledge of Allegiance. I, uh, you know, each morning I was trying to do a um, little commentary in regards to politics, but then I kind of worried that uh, uh, maybe it was, might be, I don't know, uh, I don't want to drive people away from, from the work. Uh, good morning, Jennifer. Drive people a morning. Good morning, Angela. Uh, drive people away from the the importance of the study. I guess I'll get out here in a second, and uh, so that's why I kind of kind of veered off from that just a little bit. I feel like it was good for a, a certain amount of time, but I uh, feel like now it's better to just uh, uh, kind of uh, just go a different direction. So <laughs> anyway, I do glad Jennifer and Angela's watching this morning. That's awesome. Well, let's go ahead and stand, do our Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, if you would be so kind as to stand and place your hand over your heart, and if any of you men have a hat on, take that hat off and uh, let us do our pledge real quick. Hold on here. All right. Attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What a what a great and wonderful country we live in. So we need to take this uh, our pledge seriously. And I tell you what, these uh, little spoiled brat uh, runts out there running around trying to uh, cause trouble uh, in our country. You know, it's amazing. All the a lot of these protesters, a bunch of little rich uh snots uh out there and uh uh tell you what it's so hard to keep my temper and um we um sometimes it's hard to keep a cross-like attitude to be honest with you because I, I have a real redneck side guys i you know i'm sure y'all probably realize that i know i'm not the toughest or the meanest out there There's a whole lot bigger meaner and uglier than i am i don't know about uglier but you know you know what I mean, and uh, you know I, I probably get my fanny whipped, but I uh, I tell you what, seeing these riders and these people blocking the streets, and you know I guess that's one thing. Was it Saturday? I guess it was. They had on JHL this protester. They were 
walking the street, which that's on them. I mean, that's just stupid. And they got ran over. All right. And, uh, I, I will, it's hard not to rejoice. I, I know it sounds bad. You know, that's a human being. I, I, you know, when I spice my point, we don't need to rejoice when somebody else is hurt. All right. We don't need to wish ill will towards other people, even though we don't, we hate what they're standing for and we hate what they're doing. I'm not going to say what I would do in that situation if they were blocking the road and I was there. Let's just say I, I would hope to display a Christian attitude, <laughs> but I don't know that I could. But uh, uh, so we don't need to rejoice that this person was was severely injured. We need to pray for this individual. As hard as it is, we need to pray for this individual. But uh, you know what? You play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You're gonna sit block the interstate or the road rather. Yeah, you don't think. Anyway, I need to let it go. Let's get in a verse. <laughs> I want to get myself in trouble if I ain't careful. So let's go ahead and look at our verse this morning. Look at Revelation chapter 3, verse 11. So let me get it up here on the website. Revelation chapter 3, verse 11. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. All right. That's me. Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. You know, my friends, uh, tell you a little story. Uh, you know, uh, back, I like Civil War history. You know, I always enjoyed it. Uh, Sherman was a piece of dog excrement, okay? He, he pillaged, burned, and raped, and he was a horrible, evil individual. Uh, there's no, no two ways about it. And uh, the the chaos that he ensued on the South is just uh, unbelievable. But uh, for the sake of the point I'm trying to make here, I'm going to use this turkey. But because uh, uh, Robert E. Lee is a good godly man, you know, and, and I know when it comes to civil war, there is some very way off skewed history out there. And uh, the civil war did not start, did not start over slavery. All right. It was an industrial north trying to take over an agrarian south. It was really taxation without representation. They were taxing the, the dog out of uh, the south, and they had a belly full of it, and they, that's when they started fighting back. See, at that time, we had the ability to uh, secede and, and to split apart. You know, the, the way the laws were set up, that, you know, that, that was an option. And they had enough of the north uh, uh, burning them, uh, when it comes to taxes, it's, that's why the Boston Tea Party is a good example. They got tired of England doing the same thing. So it's the same exact thing. That's why how it started. But you won't hear that from the news media. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I get I get tore up about that. Uh, slavery did, did was a part of it. There's no doubt about it. But uh, but anyway, uh, but there was a point in time where uh, Sherman had appointed some troops uh, to uh, uh, to watch over some rations uh, during the war. Well, uh, John. Let's see, what was his name? John Bell Booth, I think was his name. And he, um, uh, and he, he's from the Confederacy. And he, uh, they, they launched an attack uh, on this regiment that was guarding these rations. Because you got to think, that during the, particularly what was known as the Anaconda Plan, they cut off uh, supplies and food, and uh, the ships weren't able to get to uh, the south. So they, a lot of them were starving to death trying to get to this food. But anyway, uh, they was under the siege, they was under attack. Uh, they were getting ready to raise the white flag and surrender uh, because uh, of the uh, uh, heavy uh, artillery and things that were coming their way. Well, somehow Sherman got word to them that he was almost there, so to hold on. 
And uh, so as a result, because they knew that him and his troops were almost there, uh, they fought uh, that much harder until he arrived and they were able to come overcome the forces that were about to uh, uh, overtake them. So the point is here this morning, like I say, I, I could, when it comes to Civil War history, I could probably go on a whole lot more, but I will stop there <laughs> for the sake of our study. But it is, um, as Christians, uh, you know, our, our walk is a difficult one. It's not an easy one. That's why we, we read, narrow is the way that leads to uh, to righteousness. Broad is the path leads to destruction. It's easy to do the wrong thing. It's easy to do what the world is doing. It's easy to uh, to make uh, excuses for sin. It's easy to do all those things. It's tough to stay the narrow way. And it's easy to want to give up. You know, uh, just because I'm a pastor uh, doesn't make it uh, any easier. doesn't make me any better of a Christian. I foul up. I screw up. I say things I shouldn't. I do things I shouldn't. You know, I felt like the Apostle Paul many, many times. Why is it that I do the things I don't want to do, but the things I want to do, I don't do? You know, I, I uh, uh, it, it is very frustrating, you know, because I, I want to, you know, but nobody's perfect. That's it. No, there's none righteous on at one. But here's the thing. Too many people, I think, use it as an excuse for their sin. Well, nobody's perfect, and they just go on and do what they want to anyway. No, that's why we have to abhor sin. That's why we have to uh, have that, that right walk with the Lord. We have to have that, uh, that relationship with Jesus Christ. We want to avoid those snares and pitfalls. We want to do better as Christians for our love for Jesus Christ. It's not that our actions and what we're doing is going to earn entrance into heaven. It is out of our love for Jesus Christ that we want to avoid those things. We don't want to do things that hurt uh, the Lord, just like uh, I don't want to do anything to hurt my earthly father. And uh, likewise, we don't want to do anything to hurt our heavenly father. So we want to do those things that we know are pleasing unto him. Not uh, that, uh, you know, just like I was talking about last night with Esau, he gave his birthright up for a meal. You know, he gave up the eternal blessings uh, for a uh, quick fix, for a uh, uh, an, an instantaneous gratification that the world could provide. And I think that's what a lot of Christians do. They're they're putting they're they're giving up the eternal blessings for instant gratification that the world can provide. And that's why we have to be very careful about that. So it is a fight. It is a struggle. That's why it's hard. That's why it's difficult. And that's why we have to understand. Hey. Jesus Christ is going to be rapturing out of us out of here very soon. Or we may die and be standing in the presence of God very soon. One way or the other, we're, uh, it's going to happen. And uh, so that's why we have to continue the fight that much more. When we want to give up, just like these, these troops were wanting to do when the Confederate Army was attacking them, they were about to raise the white flag, and then they hear, heard that Sherman was on his way. Well, Jesus Christ is on his way. And that's why we need to hang in there. We need to fight. We need to stand true. We need to stand strong because our redemption draweth nigh. We have to be uh, understand that judgment is coming on all the wickedness and all the evil on this world. Judgment is coming on for us who are Christians. We'll be judged for all the things we've done while we were saved. Did we put forth the effort uh, that was needed and necessary to serve an almighty God? Do we witness? Do we minister? Do we talk to other people about the Lord? Those are the things that we we're going to be judged on, but we need to look forward to what is coming. All right, That, that Mount Zion, that city, uh, that heavenly glories of heaven, that we get to see Jesus Christ. We get to see God. We get to see that, uh, that there's no more tear, no more sorrow, no more pain, no more death. You know, it's going to be a wonderful thing. You know, I, like I was talking about last night, 
I can't wait to get that new glorified body. I, you know, it'd be so nice uh, to to not be fat anymore. I hope that I have a washboard stomach. It's a good thing I don't have a washboard stomach because if I did, I'd probably never wear a shirt. I'd probably preach without a shirt on. It'd be like Magic Mike at church. I'd be a little weird, wouldn't it? You know. So maybe that's why the Lord doesn't allow me to have a washboard stomach. I'm like. Why is this freak up here preaching without a shirt on? So why why is he old up? What's going on? So, so it's probably a good thing that uh, that I'm that I'm that I'm a fat boy, and uh, uh, that way I don't have the the urge to uh, to do that. So. But anyway, that, that would help everybody, I guess. But so let's hang in there. When you want to give up, when you're on the brink of saying, you know, what's the use? What's the point? There's a lot of times, man, um, you know, uh, you, that we get in that vicious circle of, of sin. Uh, we ask for forgiveness, sin, forgiveness. You know, you're just kind of just in a rotation. And, and sometimes when you're battling uh, addiction or you're battling a, a weak area in your life, it's so easy to want to say, you know, what's the point? Why bother? I'm supposed to be saved. I don't do nothing right. And, and, and it's, it's so easy to want to say, let's just go back into the world. Let's not do that. All right. Let's not. We got to fight that urge. You know, that's one thing we talk about in Hebrews because of the persecution uh, that they were the 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 re, the uh, shoot. My mind's went blank on me. Uh, that the writer of Hebrews was talking to, we'll get here in a second, uh, they were, or they, the, the Jews were under such persecution that they were tempted to go back uh, to the old ways, the, the old law. And Jesus was trying to show them a new way, showing them the new covenant. And so we, we understand what Jesus Christ has done for us. Let's not go back to our old past, our old way of living, our old way of looking at things. Let us press forward and let us be encouraged that Jesus Christ is there. And when the when the battle seems overwhelming, have that strength to endure, to persevere, to keep pushing forward, to never give up. And I and I think that's what we're taking away from here uh, this this morning. Uh, Robin said, "Bad image." Oh oh, <laughs> I thought, "What's she talking about?" I understand what she's talking about now. She's a bad image this early in the morning, and Jennifer's but uh, laughing emojis there. Yeah, you don't want that image in your head, particularly the way I look. In fact, if I was to take off my shirt now. I look like Chris Farley with Patrick Swayze when he's doing that Chippendale dance. That's that's how I'm built. So <laughs> not like Patrick Swayze, but anyway, uh, uh, you know. So let's you know understand we're all in this together, and sometimes it's easy to feel like you're the only one going through something, you know, and you're not alone. You know, that's, why, that's one reason why church is important, so that you can make friendships and understand there's a lot of people there that's been through the same things you've been through. And I've had people message me and say, well, I know this person's doing this, and I know this person's doing that, and you're letting them come to your church. And I'm thinking, you know, uh, in fact, I just told a gentleman this the other day. He said, I can't believe you're allowing so-and-so to come to your church. You know what they're doing. And and I thought, for one, I don't know who the person even is that he's, he's, he's referencing. But two, I said, uh, I don't condone if they are allegedly doing whatever it is you're saying they're doing. But I said, uh, if they're going to be anywhere, church is where they need to be. See, it's, it's so easy to, to stay away from church because say, well, I'm not good enough or uh, I've done this. You don't know what I've done. You don't know what I've said. You know, and you think that the church is going to cave in if you walk through the doors. What a lie from the pits of hell, the devil himself, because he doesn't he wants to keep you out of there. Man, we've had hardcore bikers in there. We've had enforcers in there. We've we've had people who have committed murder come in there. I mean, so any there's very little that you have done that that is even close 
to some of the heinous acts that some of these men have come through our doors and come to know Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So, you know, just put that away. And if you think you've got to attain a certain level before God's going to accept you, you put that away as well. God wants you, you know, just like that song, Just As I Am. God wants you just as you are. Don't worry about it. Once you come to know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, he'll get you to the level he wants you. But right now, he just wants you just as you are, warts and all. You know, he, has, he wants you. And for those of us who are saved, we have to keep the fight. Don't give up. Don't give in to the things of the world. Don't give in to the, to the, to the crowd that says, well, you're just so uptight. You need a lighten up kind of attitude or, or, you know, or they're making fun of you because you go to church or whatever it may be. Don't give in to those things, you know. Sometimes it's easy to feel like, well, I'm on the outside looking in. No way, man. As a Christian, you have the answers to what uh, what the others are looking for and searching for. You're on the inside. They're the ones on the outside. They're the ones who are out there desperately needing what you have. So don't give in to those things in the world, which is easy to do. Be encouraged. Be excited. Keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Do not be distracted by the things of the world. You know, like I've said before, and I know I've used this uh, uh, illustration probably ad nauseum, but, you know, it, 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 to me, it is, it is so much uh, like Odysseus. And as when he was on the on the ship, and he was he told his men to tie him to the mast and not to listen to nothing he said. You know he had them plug their ears so they would not listen to the sirens' call because when the sirens were calling, the ships were dashing against the shore. They could not resist uh, the sirens' call, and so when they had their ears plugged up, but he wanted to hear what they, what they were doing. He had himself tied to the mast, and he was screaming, you know, like crazy to to, to pull. Uh, the the ship in that direction they wouldn't do it. See, we have to stay the course. It's easy to hear uh, the the devil can, uh, appear as an angel of light, and he can have that uh, a way of doing things to pull you in a wrong direction. We have to resist that. Just like again with Odysseus, when they were on the island, they were eating the lotus leaves. They didn't want to leave. It was like paradise. They didn't want to go, but it was actually killing them, and they had to get out of there. See, the world only offers destruction. The world only offers death. Jesus Christ offers life. So no matter how tough the struggle may be and how hard it may be for you mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, keep your eyes on the Lord. Be encouraged, be of good cheer, and keep up the fight. And that's why we're here as brothers and sisters in Christ, to build each other up, to strengthen each other in those times of need. And we need to go out, and not only to be fed in the church, but we need to go out and to tell others about Christ's love and what he has done for you. That's an important thing for us to do each and every day. So my friends, my encouragement to you this morning is keep the keep pushing forward. Don't give up. You know, I feel like I feel like when I say that, I feel like Buzz Lightyear, never give up, never surrender. But, you know, that's basically what it is. And uh, so that's why we have to keep going on. And uh, in the words of Winston Churchill, never, 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 never give up. Let us have a word of prayer. And Father, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, uh, uh, thank you for us to come together and meet this morning. Help us, Lord, each and every day uh, to keep pushing forward, to keep the faith, to stay focused, to never give up. Strengthen us, bolden us. Lord, help us to, to strive to have that mind of Christ, to strive to do what is right in your eyes. And Lord, uh, let us never back down on our convictions. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. 
Fill with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide us, watch over, protect us this morning. Lord, be with our nation. I pray that you'll heal this divide, uh, this, this racial uh, division. Uh, Lord, I pray that you bring peace upon our country and our land. Lord, I pray that, you be, that you'll touch hearts and minds like never before, and people will come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I pray that you be with our police officers. Lord, let them know that they are needed. They are loved. They are appreciated. Lord, I pray that you be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Ginger Troy Hood, and uh, uh, Linda David Feathers, and Roger Winters, and uh, Ronna Thelma Thompson. I pray that you be with friend Pear. I pray, Lord Jesus, you be the, with the family of Phil Goins as we're dealing with this loss. And Lord, he was a, he was a good man, and I uh, always thought a lot of him. And Lord, I pray that um, uh, you be with so many and their prayer requests, their prayer concerns. And Lord, uh, you know the hearts and minds, the situation of each and every person watching this morning. And uh, Lord, let your will be done. Lord, I pray that you be with our president, give him the proper wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And uh, during these difficult times, protection about him and his family. And Lord, I pray for our election that it would be a good result. But either way, Lord, we know you're in control. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning, and it's always a pleasure and honor to get to do these each and every day. Hope everybody has a great day today. Hope everybody just, I hope to, that uh, live, that you this day will just be awesome, you know, so I uh, pray that it will be, and that your week will be good, you know. It's hard to believe, man, it, it, that Halloween is right around the corner, Thanksgiving, Christmas, it's all just going to start flying like it, and I know you all are so excited. <laughs> If you're like me, it's like, oh, no, not again. Um, now, now, don't mess with my Thanksgiving now. I, that's my day. I don't know. I, I love to look. I love. I love to look forward to the eating. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, if you want to share these devotions, uh, you can uh, always find me here on social media at Doctor Young seventy seven. If you're a friends family, don't do social media. They can watch live on our website at flbconline.com. So be sure to check that out. And um, if you, uh, if, if they, once these devotions are done, I'll upload these to YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. And if you haven't already, you can subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast, Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only, but you can listen to it as you're at work, going to work, or cleaning the house or something. But it has all of our, and all, not only all of my devotions, but all of our sermons as well. So if you want to listen to a sermon, Dad or I may have uh, preached one morning and like to follow back up with that, you can listen there. So. But anyway, uh, again, I do hope everybody has a great day today and uh, a blessed day, a wonderful day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching and God bless. Stop.